0: Welcome to another episode of Glitter Hour with Mia Clemencia Fernandez, where we talk about life lessons for young kids today. Hi, Mia. How are you today, and what have you been up to?
1: Good. Thank you, Mama. I am very good. Today, I went to a comp jiu-jitsu.
0: Oh, tell me about that. It's Sunday. What were you... That's very different.
1: Well... It's the first day of comp jujitsu, and it was held in my jujitsu place. But there's actually a lot of jujitsus, and there's a lot of SJJAs, and I'm one of the SJJA comps. But there's different classes and different places where SJJA stands. So
0: some people from other SJJAs came to my SJJ. That's so cool. So you got to compete against some other well, it wasn't competing, it was training. You got to spar against some people from other gyms at different affiliates. Yeah. How cool. That's great, Mia. So Mia, what would you like to talk about on the podcast today? Well,
1: I would like since I went where well watching yesterday, I would like to talk about wear well watching on the podcast today.
0: Wow, that sounds really fun. Okay, let's start from the beginning. How did we get into the city?
1: Well, we sort of took the train. Well, not <laughs> sort of. Well, we did not take the train because it was closed, so we had to take the bus.
0: I see. Okay, so we took a bus into Wynyard and then walked literally all over Wynyard trying to get to the train. And then we took a train to? Circular Quay. That's right. And what did we do? Because we were a bit early. We got
1: crates. My mum got Nutella and I got lemon butter sugar.
0: They were so good. Yeah. Okay, then we got to Wharf 6, and we went on a boat. Was it a big or small boat? Big. Tell me about it.
1: Well, there were two levels. I stayed on personally both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I started at the top, then I went down to the bottom whenever I got com- comfortable. comfortable. Sorry.
0: I see. Okay, so tell me a bit more about the boat. I know you say it was quite big. Was it easy to ride on was it easy to walk around
1: well when we started in the harbour it was easy to walk around it was very calming Mm -hmm. but whenever we got out of the heads so my mum explained it and she used her thumbs as the heads so i kept calling it the thumbs or the faces
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to use my fingers to make a half moon to show Mia that the harbor was inside and then my thumbs were where the heads were. So the heads are huge rock formations and anything inside the harbor is actually quite calm and it was you you're on a boat and yes you're rocking, but nothing compared to whenever you're out in the open ocean. And when we got past the heads, we were out in the open ocean. Now the boat driver told us that we had two meter swells but I think they were much bigger.
1: Yeah, same. I held my breath and grabbed my grip because I got so nervous because it was down up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down.
0: It was was really a lot of up and down, as Mia was saying, and right off the bat, there were quite a few passengers that went downstairs and I think got quite sick. I felt so bad for them. Yeah. Anyways, um, so, okay, so it was a bit choppy, let's say that. It took us a little while to find our sea legs, But it didn't take that long once we were out at sea to see what?
1: Whales.
0: Tell me about them.
1: So we first saw, my mum saw two, I saw three. So I saw a whole family, a baby, a mum and a dad. Mm -hmm. And my mum saw just the mum and the baby.
0: That's right. And what kind of whales were they?
1: Southern Hemisphere humpback whales.
0: Right, and how are those different to northern hemisphere humpback whales?
1: Well, north this he- northern hemisphere they're just black and southern hemisphere are uh, white and gray.
0: Oh, like stripes? Polka dots? No.
1: <laughs> the belly is white and the top and the rest is gray.
0: How did you did you see the belly?
1: No, but I saw the and the bottom of the tail.
0: Ah, I see. Okay, so tell me a bit about these two whales. There was a mom and was it a baby or what did the our tour guide? What did he call it?
1: He called it a juvenile. A juvenile is sort of like a teenager? <laughs>
0: a back whale? That's right. So it's not a baby. Um definitely it was big. It was really big, but it wasn't as big as that mom. So it's not a full-grown whale yet. And lucky for us, the mum wasn't too protective, so we actually got quite close. Yeah. And what were they doing? Were they coming up to breathe? How often? What did you see?
1: Well, every couple minutes they came up to breathe. But whenever um, they didn't put their tail up, that meant they weren't going to dive as down as deep. So they would come up to breathe easily. So it wouldn't take that long.
0: But whenever they did a big dive where their backs would come out really high and then their tails... What were their tails called again? Flukes. That's right. Their flukes would come up. Then you knew that you might not see them for a couple minutes because they were going to go a bit deeper. Is that right? Yeah. And Mia, with these whales, where were they coming from and where are they going? So they were migrating. Do you know what migrating means? No, I do not. So some animals will live in one area for feeding. And then when the weather changes, they do something called migrating. And they moved to a warmer area so that they can sometimes either have babies or find some more food. And that's what these humpbacks were doing. So do you remember where they started?
1: Antarctica.
0: Yeah, they started way down in the Antarctic Ocean. And where were they going?
1: They were going to warm, sunny, beautiful Queensland.
0: That's right. They were headed up there for warmer weather.
1: Yes, they were.
0: And the tour guide was telling us some really interesting things about the population of Southern Hemisphere humpbacks. How many did he say there were estimated to be?
1: 40,000.
0: And that sounds like a really big number to me, but I don't think it actually is. So they are rebuilding their population. And the tour guide gave us some interesting information saying that when Australia was first colonized, they started commercializing whaling, and commercializing meaning um, they wanted to make money from it. So people were killing whales because they wanted to make money out of it, which actually made me really sad. He was saying that the first hundred years it wasn't too bad because it was just single, fishy, single fishing boats doing it, and I just want to give you another tip.
1: If you didn't hear that, he he also said, but it was okay because they were using the whole well.
0: That's right. Yeah. So he was talking about the sustainability of it. So not only were they not killing that many, but they were using the entire animal for a variety of things not just food they were getting the oil they were doing things with the baleen like they were using the whole whale Um, so while obviously mia and i are not advocating ever killing another animal um, we do we are pointing out that they were using the whole thing but something happened about a hundred years ago when um, industrialization happened and that means making things automated and faster. That's what industrialization generally means. And do you remember what that was, Mia?
1: They started
0: killing so many whales that there were only 300 left. She said 300. That's it. Can you imagine? They've got 40,000 estimated, 40,000 now. Imagine there only being 300. That would mean that they were nearly extinct. So what were they?
1: Endangered.
0: That's right. They were endangered. So the population has been growing at about 10% every year, which is good. Really happy to hear that they're getting their population back. And they're hoping in the next couple years, they'll be close to 100,000, which I think people are saying is kind of the target right now. But Mia, whenever you were out there looking at the beautiful ocean and looking at these gorgeous creatures in their home, what were you feeling?
1: I was feeling so happy and excited that they get their culture.
0: But what did you also think whenever they were talking about there only being, at one point, 300 of them left?
1: Sad and angry at our people. And it got me thinking about raising, raising awareness about the environment. Awareness, sorry. I noticed that there wasn't any plastic that I could see and that I don't think anyone else saw any plastic. But that's good. But that's I know there's still a lot out there. But it is a little bit exciting that we didn't see any because if we did see anything, that means nothing has changed. But since we didn't see any, a little bit has changed.
0: And what kind of things can we be doing around our own lives, around our houses, things like that, to help protect the environment?
1: maybe we should think about not using plastic forks and plastic things. I had a plastic water bottle that probably would last for like a year but now I have this stainless steel one and hopefully it can last even longer.
0: And what about in your lunchbox?
1: Um, My mum always packed me a fork and a spoon but they're not plastic they're metal and my lunchbox
0: is stainless steel too so we're hoping it's going to last for a long time aren't we yeah but we always think we can do more we're really happy that australia doesn't have single-use plastic bags anymore and it really hasn't been a problem remembering to have an extra bag in our pockets all the time anytime we go out right yeah those are all really good points mia thanks for adding them do you want to quickly talk about our ride back in and what it was like
1: Well, we were sitting down at the bottom, and whenever we were riding back in, we had to go back through the choppy bits. It felt like we were on a roller coaster. It was so much fun, but some people didn't really like it, and they got a little bit sick.
0: I did feel bad for them on the way home, but we had so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did. So whenever we got back into the harbour, we saw the most gorgeous view of the harbour bridge and the opera house to the side. The sun was setting. We're quite lucky, aren't we?
1: Yeah, the water actually looks like it was fake. And also, um, we actually saw a waterfall that had never been discovered. Well, had never happened before.
0: It was great. It was really cool. Although I think that might have been a water main break. <laughs> it was broken because we don't know where the water was obviously coming from. But very cool to see anyways. Now, we didn't get to see a whale do a full breach and jump out of the water, but we're pretty excited that we got to see some whales anyway. Yeah. Mia, this has been really fun. I enjoyed going whale watching with you yesterday. Is there anything that you want to leave your listeners with? Well, I really enjoyed whale watching
1: and I would really recommend it. But what I would like to leave my listeners with is a renewed awareness of the environment.
0: That's right. It would be good today if everyone just reflected on their homes and their lives to see where they could possibly improve uh, and protect the environment a bit more. So save these whales. Make sure that they can keep their population growing. Yeah. Thanks, Mia. I would absolutely love to go whale watching with you again. And thanks for doing this podcast with me.
1: You're welcome, Mum. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or your favourite listening app. And we would love for you to please rate and review us. We have a website, GlitterHour.com, where you can submit feedback or recommend topics for me to cover on a future podcast. As always, thank you for your support.
0: All right, Mia, it's time to sign off for another week. This is Mia signing off. Let's go protect the environment. Whoa!